Blog Talk Radio. Stevie B's Media Production is a part of the Shellcaster Network. The proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ by members of the Churches of Christ. With your host, Stevie R. Butler. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show.
Good evening. We have you all in the world listening to this radio broadcast. Stevie B's Media Production presents What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. I'm your host, Stevie R. Butler, and this radio show is being broadcast from Stevie B Media Production, Carolina Studio, in the great state of North Carolina. Ladies and gentlemen, we are just grateful for the privilege to bring you a program where we as Christians and members of the Churches of Christ can share our faith and preach and teach the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ on a weekly basis. If you would like to contact us while we're on the air this evening, just give me a call to the live show at 713-955-0508. If you have any questions or comments for my co-host or any special guests on this broadcast, just you send your emails to my new email address, butlersteve1009 at yahoo.com. Or you can give me a call at Steve B's Mid Production Studio at 910 Six four zero five. Now again, this program is brought to you by members of the Churches of Christ. And if you need any assistance in locating a congregation in your area, please feel free to contact us. Now, folks, get out your Bibles and study along with us here on What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. On tonight's broadcast, we have a special edition tonight. Every fourth Tuesday of the month, we have the Kelly Fletcher Show. Kelly serves with the Living Stone Church of Christ there in Indianapolis, Indiana. So we just enjoy listening uh, to her broadcast. And she's just been having some great topics on her show. So we look forward to Kelly's broadcast. So, Kelly, we're going to give it over to you now. So enjoy your listening experience. This is Terry Jackson, and you're listening to a talk with my sisters on What a Word from the Lord radio show. Good evening, everyone, and thank you, Brother Stevie, for the introduction. My name is Kelly Fletcher, and I am a member of the Livingstone Church of Christ in Indianapolis, Indiana. Tonight, you are listening to a talk with my sisters on Stevie B Media Productions, What a Word from the Lord radio show. This is my last show for 2021. And I'm excited to share another conversation with you. I hope that it will encourage, edify, educate, and be of spiritual, mental, and physical help to you. The guests for tonight's show are two very special young ladies, my niece, Krista Williams-Lambert, and my cousin, Evan Sanders. Both Krista and Evan attend Kingsley Parish Church of Christ here in Indianapolis, Indiana, They are also young mothers. Now, we know there are times when mothers of this generation do things a little bit differently than the mothers of, say, my generation or the generation of big mamas did when it comes to raising their children. So tonight, we want to look through the eyes of these young mothers and get their perspective on child uh, child rearing. So first, um, I want to introduce uh, Krista and Evan, and um, can you both, or Krista, we'll start with you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, uh, and uh, how many children you have in their age? Sure. Well, first things first, thanks so much, Auntie Kelly, for having me on tonight. Super excited to discuss this topic. Um, yeah. As she stated, my name is Krista Williams-Lambert a member of the Kingsley Parish Church of Christ here in Indianapolis. Um, I currently work for Engaging Solutions. Uh, we are a minority women-owned business here in Indianapolis. 
Um, and I am the administrative services manager there. Um, of course, I'm located in Indiana, and I currently have one child. His name is Amir, and he is one year old. Uh, he's actually 22 months old, if we're counting, but he is okay. one and going to be two in February. Okay. Thank you so much. Evan? Hi, yes. Thanks, Kelly and Brother Stevie, for having us today. Um, my name is Evan Sanders. I reside in Indiana. I have a daughter named Peyton, who is eight, and I attend Kingsley Parish Church of Christ, and I work at Calumet Specialty uh, Products as a business analyst. Okay. Well, thank you both so much for uh, your willingness to be on the show tonight. I, I truly appreciate it. So, um, We'll go ahead and just jump right into the question. Um, what, what we're going to talk about uh, first off is being a first-time mommy. So let me ask, how old were you found out you were going to be a mommy? And whoever wants to answer first. Um, um, I was. Um, I was going to say, I was 21 when I found out I was going to be a first-time mommy. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And Chris? Yeah, I was 26 when I found out I was first pregnant. Okay. So when you first found out uh, you were pregnant, do you recall what you thought, how you felt? Were you excited, scared, nervous? Evan, if you want to answer that first. Um, I was extremely nervous. Um, I was just scared of the uncertainty of motherhood and everything that was going to be changing in my life. Okay. And Evan or Krista, I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah, no, I, it's, my immediate reaction was no way. Like, is this real? Am I being pranked? <laughs> so I would say I was definitely nervous. Um, but then once I realized, you know, I'm now going to be responsible for, you know, somebody's life and somebody that's getting ready to contribute to society, um, that actually yeah. made me a little anxious and scared. So pretty much all of the above. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, how did you prepare Krista mentally um, for for your baby, for your son? Yeah, so um, I'm a very strategic, and I, I pride myself kind of on being like a planner. I kind of like things to be to a T. Um, mm-hmm. But as we all know, once I realized, like, there was no rule book to this, like nobody can send <laughs> me um, a planner or a set guide on how to be a mom, um, I mm-hmm. kind of just, through that type of thinking out the window. So for my mental, I just really, you know, gave it over to God and prayed about mm-hmm. it because what I realized and what I prayed about was, you know, Lord, please just give me and my husband the tools to, um, you know, provide a good life for Amir, the tools to let him, let Amir walk in your light. Um, and once I did right. that, all my anxiety went away, all my stress went away. And really I just was able to take a deep breath because, at the end of the day, when you have your child, they don't see the mess ups that you make. You know, they see you, yeah. your smiling face, they feel your energy. And so um, that's really how I prepared mentally by praying. Uh, well, that was one yeah. of the things that I did. But, yeah, that helped uh, my mental there the most. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, Evan, 
how how did you prepare yourself? So mentally? I'm somewhat I'm somewhat like Krista. I am a planner, and I tried my best to, you know, have a plan for the birth, have a plan for what my life would look like after she was here. Um, but unfortunately, I don't think I prepared the best mentally when it came to having Peyton. So, you know, I was at a point in my life where I was in a rocky relationship um, with my walk in Christ. So mm-hmm. um, I just was not able to prepare mentally the best, and I could have done better with praying and just being active in church. Okay. I mean, that's under, uh, understandable. I mean, and, and we learn um, as we go. And sometimes I'm I'm sure, which I've never I've never had a child, I've never been uh, pregnant, so of course I wouldn't I wouldn't know uh, probably how to prepare. Um, but again, we we learn those things as we go. Um, so thank you both. Um, so when it came to guidance, you know, you had your you had your moms, um, your aunties, your your mothers, and and others who had had children. So how much guidance um, did you seek from them or did you prefer to use books or did you follow the medical professionals? Um, how, how did you, how were you guided when it came to, to helping and in, in raising your, your daughter and your son? Um, I will so say me, that. Go, go ahead, ahead Evan. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> okay. I would say that um, my guidance really came from my mom. Um, she was a single mother raising me, and I was in the position where I was a single mother as well. And she really helped um, lay out the blueprint for my walk as a mother. And I am extremely thankful to her and everything that she has poured into me because I wouldn't be as good as a mom as I am today without her guidance. So. Okay. All right. Chris? Yeah. um, Same type of thing. I think that out of all those options that you gave, I really kind of, um, like, found my guidance in a mixture of those. Um, Of course, aunties, my mom, my nana um, definitely, you know, set the foundation of what I aspired to be, you know, as a mom. Mm -hmm. So I already had, like, from my upbringing, I knew exactly what I kind of wanted to do to instill into my son. Um, but, of course, that was 26 years ago when I found out I was pregnant. So everything <laughs> that um, Nana and my mom and auntie would have done for us, you know, back in the day, you know, might not be as relevant today um, for what people would practice as well. So I kind of took that mindset from how I was um, brought up and mixed it with, of course, the medical advice from the doctors or um, there's a, some apps that I was on and looking and comparing, you know, the advice from my mom to the advice from the app and, you know, really right. doing a, a mixture there helped me um, get that guidance and helped me be as prepared as I could be. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So we're going to uh, talk about your the balance um, between your children and the rest of life's demands. So, um, again, how, how old is um, how old is Amir now, Chris? He is one. He's one, okay. And then Peyton is eight years old, correct, Evan? That is correct. Okay. So, 
I know that you have um, Peyton in Pivy. So what are those activities that uh, she's involved in? Um, in um, well, I'll just ask that question to you. What what activities do you have her involved in now, or what was she involved in? So Peyton is a pretty active child. Um, she is involved in Girl Scouts baseball. Um, she does taekwondo soccer, and she's done um, basketball previously. <laughs> okay. So are there uh, activities that you may want her involved in in the future or other activities outside of those? So I'm pretty open to what Peyton is involved in. I just believe that um, every child should be involved in at least one activity because they need the stimulation with other kids. They need to be active. So it doesn't really matter what activity she's in as long as she's busy in something. <laughs> okay. Okay. What about uh, what about Amir? Yeah, um, Amir is currently not involved in any activities, um, but right. he did recently do a swim class with his cousin in Chicago, and that oh, nice. went really well. He loved it. I was more afraid than him, so in the future, <laughs> um, I'd like to get him into swimming for sure um, because he really can't start anything else until he's almost three. Right, right. Okay, so I have a true or false. Since you are younger and you probably have all kinds of energy after work to take your children to activities and to socialize with your friends during the week or on the weekend, is that a true statement? Do you have all kinds of energy um, or are you a little bit tired after you get, get home from work? You know, is that a true statement or, or false? True. Definitely tired. Um, <laughs> I, I I try, um, you know, I, I get my socialized things in, but um, it's, I've definitely noticed a difference after having a mirror afterwards and still trying to be social and hang out and do things. It's not that, like, I'm forcing it. But I'm, like, right. pepping myself up, you know, having a pet talk, like, yes, you need to do this because this is healthy for you to have some mom time. But uh, <laughs> I'm definitely tired. <laughs> yeah. And, Evan, um, with everything that Peyton was involved in, <laughs> how much energy do you have afterwards? Um, I have slim to none, to be honest. Um, <laughs> it's Pay is a little older. She's eight, so she's in that phase where, you know, she is wanting to go on play dates with her friends on top of um, heavy schoolwork that she gets every day. So we run on slint and none energy over in this household. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So how do you keep it all balanced mm. when you're – you know, with your social life and then taking care of your, your family, taking care of your child, um, how how do you guys keep that balance? That's a good, that's a very good yeah. question. So <laughs> balance for me um, depends on what is happening each day. As I'm developing in my journey in motherhood, I'm understanding what self-care looks like for me. 
um, mm-hmm. and that varies on a day-to-day basis. So sometimes balancing would mean, you know, sitting at home and maybe just doing the activity inside the home with Peyton versus running all the errands that we need to run or going on all the different play dates. So it, it really just depends on the day. Okay. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I definitely agree with the self-care aspect. Um, that's something that's important whether you're a mom or not, taking care of yourself and knowing when, you know, you're kind of at that breaking point um, mm-hmm. where you need to just, I'll say, like, take a chill pill. Um, but how I keep it all balanced, I mean, I have the help of my husband as well. Um, but Mm -hmm. of course that self-care and then being able to really recognize when you need that five minute break, because sometimes as moms, we'll get to going and think we can do it all ourselves and then you'll look up and you're burnt out and, you know, that's no fun. So I think for me, I just, um, here recently, just making sure that I recognize when I'm about to you know, explode or when I need that five-minute rest, and that kind of gets me back centered and grounded and ready to go again. Okay, okay. How has um, how has this changed you, being a mom? How has it changed you? Um, of course, prior to, to motherhood and then um, becoming a mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I for me, not mm-hmm. that I won't say that I feel like I've always been a, kind of responsible, um, but like I said in the beginning, we are now responsible for someone else and how they grow up and how they contribute to society and how they, you know, are as a human being. And so um, I think it's made me a little bit more responsible in that aspect, just making sure I'm paying attention um, to the little things a lot more, especially when it comes to Amir, um, because I do want him to, you know, be a great citizen be a great man and God-fearing and all this stuff. But I have to realize that I have to pour that into him. It's not just going to fall out of the sky. And so, um, (laughs) you know, (laughs) us eating, Evan and I both being in our, you know, early 20s having kids, it's it's one of those things where you kind of have to turn the light switch off from your, you know, 20s phase and turn on mom mode really quickly. Um, and yeah. sometimes that can be, you know, challenging to do, but I think that um, a lot of times people might see that as a negative thing, but I would challenge mm-hmm. people to see that as a positive as well because you're given this blessing and this opportunity, you know, to give back, to, you know, pour into someone else. So Yeah, yeah. Um, Becoming a mother has really um, lit a fire inside of me. I would say before Peyton, you know, I was very uh, free. I didn't really think much about my future or what I wanted out of life. But having Mm -hmm. Peyton um, really helped me to focus and really, you know, helped me to want to do my best because at the end of the day, I have a little person who's looking for me for everything. So I want to be the best example I can be, the best mother, the best woman, the best Christian, you know. So it's really helped me want to achieve everything set before me. Okay. All right. I'm sitting here. I'm listening to you guys. And and even though, uh, you know, you're my niece, you're my cousin, we see each other often, but you don't know or I don't know – what goes on 
in, in, in how you think. And I'm I'm just, you guys are awesome. I'm, I just had to <laughs> throw that out there. <laughs> just, Thank just you. The way you, you. You think and and the the changes that you've made and and um, it's yeah, it's just awesome. I don't want to ramble. So, <laughs> um, uh, before we go into the next um in the next section of questions. Um, I'm going to go ahead and and take a break. I think we're almost at 7:30, uh, which seemed to go pretty quick. Uh, but we'll go ahead and take a quick break. And uh, after the after the break, we'll get into. Um, I want to talk about discipline and responsibilities. Stevie, for a break. This is Terry Jackson, and you're listening to a talk with my sisters on what a word from the Lord radio show.
Welcome back, and you are listening uh, to A Talk With My Sisters, and we are talking to Krista Williams-Lambert and Evan Sanders um, through the eyes of young mothers, uh, and we are getting their perspectives on uh, raising children. Uh, So we uh, already talked about um, being a first-time mommy and uh, balancing um, the children with the rest of your uh, rest of life's demands. Um, so now I want to get into um, talk a little bit about discipline and responsibilities. So um, Evan, let's start with you. Um, and I know this can be sometimes be a touchy subject, and I know that different generations have varying views on discipline. So what are your thoughts on discipline? Uh, and what does that look like for you? So I'm not sure if you've heard of the term gentle parenting, but that is something I am trying to achieve as it pertains to discipline. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I believe it's important to talk to Peyton and understand her feelings about certain situations. And I always have to be mindful that she is experiencing experiencing things for the first time. So I've been on this earth for 30 years, whereas she's been only on this earth for eight years. So um, I do a lot of talking to her in regards to discipline. She does get punishment, you know, where she can't have certain toys or can't do certain things, but that's what Mm -hmm. I try to do as far as discipline. Okay. And Krista, uh, as far as Amir, what what does um, discipline look like for you? Yeah, so it's actually something that uh, my husband and I are getting ready to embark on here pretty soon. Amir is getting ready to be two, and he's recording terrific twos instead of terrible. Um, but <laughs> he's getting ready to go into those terrific twos. So he's got a lot of what I like to call big emotions, um, and he doesn't have the words to back those up just yet. So. Right now, he can't really tell us why he's throwing things. He can't really tell us why he's screaming at the top of his lungs. And so as adults, you know, we instantly, you know, want to go into punishment mode. And I like what Evan talked about as far as um, the gentle parenting method. Mm -hmm. Um, I plan on doing some of that myself, just really trying to communicate first um, before going into other disciplinary actions because I really want to understand what's going on, why are we doing this, and how can we redirect so gentle parenting and a lot of redirection is our plan thus far. So currently, okay. I, I figures that you know that's going to work here. So okay, okay. Um, children learn uh, respect 
and how to behave at home. Also know that there are times when they get out in public, they get a little out of pocket. So how how would you handle that? Chris, if you want to go first. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> no, like I totally agree. Like respect and, you know, how you're brought up starts at home. Um, so definitely if your children, you know, respect you in the household, then that should transfer over out in the real world, real world, excuse me. Um, so if Amir was, you know, to get out of pocket in public and be screaming at the top of his lungs and doing all that, um, I'll be transparent. I probably would be a little embarrassed, you know, face getting a little <laughs> hot. Um, yeah. But at that point in time, this, I don't know, I feel like we always have, we feel like we have to redirect and correct it. Maybe we can't mm-hmm. fix it at that point in time. So I feel like at this point, since Amir really can't tell me what's going on, I'm just going to go with the flow, and I'm going to take my deep breaths, and we're going to keep on pushing that cart, get what we need to get, and get it <laughs> uh, Because it's just, you know, we get so worked up. Like as moms, sometimes I find myself getting so worked up, and for what? They're going to scream for yeah. a few minutes and just let them do it, and then we can talk about it later. Um, but at this time, that's, that's how I'm handling that. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to keep on picking that card. Let's <laughs> uh-huh. the other so, way. <laughs> <laughs> so, Evan, what about uh, Miss Peyton? <laughs> so, um, when Peyton was younger, um, I was more like Krista, where, you know, it can get a little embarrassing and you can be a little flustered when they're throwing a tantrum and sometimes you just have to ride out the tantrum but because Peyton is now eight um, she Mm -hmm. knows that she has a standard by which she is supposed to act when she's out in public and at home so if -hmm. we're out in public and she's being out of pocket or you know being disrespectful I will pack her up and we will leave because she's not going to be rewarded for that type of behavior. Okay. And then once we get okay. home, we can talk about it. Okay. Okay. Um, now let's look at uh, responsibility. Uh, do you or will you, uh, either of you, uh, require your child or Peyton or Mir, in this case, to have responsibilities around the house? Um, and what does or will that look like? Will they get an allowance for their chores or um, – is it, okay, no, you messed it up, you clean it up? Hmm. And, um, well, I'll, I'll answer that. Um, so okay. right now uh, what that looks like, so the short answer is yes. Um, even if it's just a mere clean your room, that gives him some mm-hmm. ability that teaches him how to do things, that gives him some independence. So I think yeah. that chores or household responsibilities um, are important. Um, and right now, what that looks like is, hey, Amir, close the refrigerator for me or push in that chair or something like that. You know, it, it kind of just gives them real-world experience, uh, not saying mm-hmm. they won't get taught anything at school, um, but a right. lot of the times schools are, you know, teaching you, um, you know, the fundamental, the fundamentals or the arithmetic and things like that, but they're not teaching you, you know, how to survive. And so these basic things that we're setting out with chores and day-to-day tasks, you know, those are important too. So I feel like that should not be forgotten. Okay. So you're starting him young, young. Um, Yeah, we got to do some laundry over here. Just the little things, yeah. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Evan, uh, what about uh, Peyton? Does she have uh, chores that she does around the house? Um, she does have chores that she does around the house. Um, mainly it's keeping her room clean and making her bed every morning. Um, are we doing those chores consistently? No, but it's a work in progress. <laughs> and yeah. you know, I'm just making sure to work with her on that. So. Okay. Now, does she get an allowance, and will Amir get an allowance as he gets older? And I'll start with you, Evan. So we are testing the allowance um, situation. It's not on a consistent basis, but we have done allowance here and there. Okay, okay. About Amir. Uh, Good question. I think it would be fun. It wouldn't be too much yeah. um, because, you know, we don't want to break the bank. Um, but I right. think that would be a fun reward, especially if you do the choice to see, you know, why not? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're going to switch gears just a little bit here. Um, so right now uh, with the pandemic, um, does Amir go to uh, daycare, Chris? Yes, he is in daycare five days a week. Okay. And are there times um, that you become anxious or maybe struggle with anxiety or even become paranoid uh, when it comes to this pandemic and him being in uh, daycare? Yes, almost every day. I mean, even here recently, I actually unfortunately tested positive for covid um, yeah. and was very fearful that I was going to pass it along to Amir and my husband. And then if I had already passed it on to Amir, then he was at daycare, and maybe he infected everybody else's kids. So that alone is, you know, scary enough, and it gives me a lot of anxiety on a day-to-day basis, right. um, as well as, you know, the inconsistencies that we – I call them inconsistencies that we hear, you know, from – you know, leadership around what we should do in regards to the pandemic to protect ourselves. There's so much mm-hmm. information out there that's misleading. So, um, you know, we you have no control over what other people do. Granted, at a daycare, right. you know, that other parents probably are taking the same precautions that you are because everybody everybody there has little small children um, that they're trying to protect. But still, this thing is just, you know, so crazy and so unpredictable that, you just really have to pray about it and send them to school and hope for the best and just pray that the people at the schools or the daycares are really sanitizing properly and, you know, taking care of themselves, but then ultimately taking care of your child as well. So, Right, right. And Evan, what about uh, Peyton? Does she go to school? Is she being homeschooled? And, um, and if she is going to school, you know, the same question to you. Are there times you, you become anxious or, or uh, have anxiety? Um, so at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, we did switch to virtual learning, but she is now back in school, and I have a lot of anxiety regarding the pandemic and sending her to school because there are honestly so many uncertainties. And honestly, since she's been back in school, a couple of her classmates have tested positive. And, you know, as a mother, you're always worrying about other kids, but especially your child. So um, there's just a lot of anxiety because you want to make sure you're doing the best and protecting your child at every cost. So it's a daily task. 
Okay, and that's understandable. Um, has your social, and I'm switching to social media, but has your social media usage um, decreased since uh, you've had a child, uh, or or do you still use it? And if yes, how how often do you use it? And uh, everyone will start I, I with you. <laughs> Okay, um, my social media um, usage has decreased since I've had Peyton. I think when I first had her, I was more prone to, you know, like post baby pictures, you know, just to keep everyone updated. But I think the older I've become, the more I've realized how public social media is, regardless how private you think your profile is. Um, Mm -hmm. So I've I try not to post her as often anymore. Honestly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And what about you, Chris? Um, think yeah, Mir is still pretty young, so I try to do like well in his first year of life I did like monthly updates of his growth. Um yeah. and then, you know, every here and there do what's called a story on Instagram or Facebook where you can see a snippet of him. Um, mm-hmm. but I I think it's pretty much been the same. I don't think my social media usage has decreased, um, but I'm definitely really mindful of the content that I'm posting of Amir on social media. Right. Um, just out of my own fear of a crazy person or someone, you know, doing something they should not do. Um, right. With, you know, it's pictures. So um, just really being mindful of the content that I post about them on my page is big for me. Okay. Okay. And I I asked that question because a lot of times um, I see moms, sometimes it is young mothers where they're on their phones constantly um, and and their child is, you know, that they're young and they're walking behind them um, and they're not really paying attention. So um, I, I think that's great that you guys aren't on your phones um, you know, often or, or like especially when your your child is around, um, and you're you're focusing more on them. Yeah, um, well, you have to really think about like another thing that I think about is you don't get these little moments back. So the moms out there, you know, no shade, no offense, but if your child's walking behind you, like what are they doing? Maybe you're missing out on a a critical milestone, you know. So the phones and social media is always going to be there, but. These little moments you're, you're never gonna get back. You'll blink and they'll be eight, you know. Like so. Right, right, <laughs> right. So, as your child gets older, um, there are going to come times when you're going to have to have um, those hard conversations with them. Um, Chris, I know that you haven't yet with Amir. But Evan, have have you had to have maybe a difficult conversation with Peyton uh, already, um, or maybe a hard, have, a tough conversation? Um, I have had to have um, a tough conversation with Peyton. Um, she's had a couple friends that have lost their parents, so the conversation mm. was surrounding, you know, Mom, will you ever leave me one day? 
which is Mm. a very tough conversation because, you know, we're not going to be on this earth forever. And unfortunately there's going to come a time where she's going to have to learn to live without me if, if I go before her. So um, that's definitely been an eye opening experience and a very tough conversation for me to have with her and for her to understand. Yeah. Um, and thank you for that. Um, that, cause that, you know, that, that would be emotional, emotional conversation. Um, right. Chris, what, what do you think? And I mean, and, and I, I know you can't <laughs> tell the future, but, um, have you ever thought about maybe a hard or difficult conversation that you may have to have with Amir? No, honestly, not at this time. I mean, now, yes, I'm thinking about that. Like, that would be terrible. Yeah. I mean, it's making my stomach hurt just, you know, thinking know. about that. Um, yeah. But I think definitely it's real conversations that I would have to have. Tough conversations for sure, but I wouldn't want them coming from anybody other than me or Jordan. So when the time comes, right. I'm sure we'll have our time to talk, but uh, I'm just praying that. You know, God gives us strength to be prepared enough uh, for a man. Okay, right, right. So um, we know this. You know, we know the scriptures talk about bring your children up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, and uh, you both have um, touched on it a little bit. Um, but how important is faith and religion and teaching your uh, Peyton and Amir uh, about the Lord. And Chris, if you want to go first. Yeah, sure. Um, as we say here multiple times, it's very important. I mean, that's what we grew up on. That's what we were taught. And it's not so much like that's what we were taught, but that's what we should do. That's what we were mm-hmm. taught. That is what we should do. And that's what we believe ourselves to be true. Um, mm-hmm. You know, our, well, I'll speak for me. That's I know Evan does too, but that's what we believe to yeah. be true. And we've seen, you know, God's work, and we've seen what He can do for ourselves. But yeah, we were brought up that way. But we also have, you know, proof for ourselves. And um, it's one of those things where now, being in the pandemic, you know, we some church buildings are open, but you might not be as comfortable. So it's definitely for me with the pandemic been a different experience. You know, streaming church. You know, every Sunday, mm-hmm. letting Amir sit there and, you know, of course, he really doesn't know what's going on. But, you know, he's missing right. out on children's church and things like that, that we, you know, had an opportunity to do. And um, so it, it, it's kind of sad, but it's, it's still important to do. Um, and right. still important that they know who Jesus is, who God is. Can you sing a tune at least, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And so I think instilling that early will help shape and mold him definitely for the future and hopefully once we get back to a sense of normalcy with this world and outside this pandemic um he -hmm. will get the opportunity to experience um being brought up in the church how you know evan and i experienced it right right and evan and and i agree with chris and everything that she said um church and religion having a relationship with god is extremely important and like she stated we did um you know, attend church every Sunday, Wednesday. So for me, I'm still going to in-person service, so I feel like it's important for Peyton to be there. 
um, you know, and to get what she can out of service. But I also know that her walk with Christ is a personal one as well. So um, I'm making sure that I pour into her everything that we're learning and discussing so that she can develop her walk with Christ and, you know, figure out what that looks like for herself as well. Okay. Okay. So, and I know we have just about 10 minutes to go. So I just have um, just one final question, and that is uh, for any of the young mothers uh, that may be listening, what um, is maybe one or two pieces of advice uh, that you can share with mothers, uh, young mothers or mothers-to-be? And Evan, um, if you want to share, or or who was that, Chris? No, it was Go me, ahead, Evan. Evan. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, the advice that I would share with young mothers is the fact that there is no handbook. You do the best that you can with the cards that you're dealt um, in motherhood, and you have to give yourself grace along the journey because you will mess up, you will get burned out, you know, there will be times where you feel overwhelmed and you're not even sure how to keep going. Um, but especially for Christian mothers, I would say, you know, turn to those sisters in the church, turn to your village, and just, you know, keep one foot in front of the other. Okay. Okay. Thank you. And Chris? Yeah, I'd say um, a piece of advice is, um, you know, opinions and advice are great to take from people, um, but they're not always the best to take or mm-hmm. to listen to. So really, you know, pick your battles. And as a mom, young mom, new mom, what have you, really protect your peace and make sure that whoever you're listening to or whoever you're seeking guidance really has your best interests at heart. Um, because if not, that could be a bad situation. Um, and then the other piece of advice that I have um, uh, you're your baby's hero, so you can't do any wrong. They love you from the jump. So just keep doing what you're doing, keep doing your best, and don't give up. Okay, and thank you both. Uh, before we go, did you have anything else you wanted to add, either of you, or wanted to share? Um, okay. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll say, again, thank you so much, um, you know, for this platform to speak um, and answer these questions. A lot of times as young moms, especially in, you know, me and Evan, we're in the millennial generation, you know, we don't get a, a platform like this to kind of share. So this is really appreciated and really refreshing. Yeah, thank you yeah, so much. You I, I truly totally appreciate that. Yes, thank you so much. I, I appreciate you both, and and like I said, um, you know, just listening to you, um, I, I I think you you are amazing moms even before this, but even more so now. Um, and so I just I, I pray for you, and I pray for your children and your families uh, that God will just give you the strength uh, to continue to 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 raise your children um, the way that they should be raised. So. Uh, I think you're doing a great job. So I thank you. Uh, I thank you both very much. Um, I also want to thank the Lord for another conversation with my sisters, uh, or in this case, my niece and my cousin. Uh, I truly appreciate the information that you guys have shared. It was definitely insightful. 
Um, I know from, uh, again, <laughs> personal observation, um, the type of mothers that they are. Uh, so hearing more about how they've learned and, and how they're growing and what they're doing uh, as mothers to raise their son and, and daughter, I think it's wonderful. Um, I'm really proud of both of them. Um, I want to thank Brother Stevie for uh, giving me this opportunity uh, that allows me to speak on some very important topics. Uh, my prayer is that uh, they have been and will continue to be beneficial to uh, everyone that hears. Um, a talk with my sisters has already started on the uh, 2022 schedule, and there are some very needful uh, topics that, that we will be discussing. Uh, some topics are going to be uh, pretty tough conversations, uh, but we also have some uh, light conversations in there as well. Um, but whether, you know, they're, they're hard conversations or light, they're all really necessary, uh, not only for uh, women, but for men as well. Um, if you would like to be a guest on future shows, please feel free to email me at atalkwmsisters at gmail.com. Again, that's atalkwmsisters, that's all one word, at gmail.com. Um, I thank you so much for tuning in and um, following me through uh, through the shows that actually started in August of this year. Uh, I truly appreciate it, and I hope and pray that uh, you will be with us again come 2022. Happy New Year to everyone. Be safe, and I'll turn it over to uh, Brother Stevie. Thank you so much. This is Terry Jackson, and you're listening to A Talk With My Sisters on What a Word from the Lord radio show. God, I thank you for all blessings from all I'm overwhelmed at all God He does for me. He's given me life, health, and strength, my friends, my family. Every good and perfect gift supplies all of my needs. So I wonder how it makes God feel when we begin to doubt Him and we ask Him why. Oh, 
know you love and carefully And even the trials of life are working for my good But then I realize that there are those who don't even know you They don't know about your mercy and your grace What a word from the Lord radio show. You've been listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show, episode 220. Have mercy on me, Lord. I just can't seem to get it right. Please don't give up on me, Lord. But let me find favor in your sight. Um... 
You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show.